Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? I hope you're enjoying your post-Thanksgiving festivities. Black Friday in effect. We got ball going on. We got hoops. We got soccer going on. Iran with a big win over Wales. Team USA getting set to take on England. I don't know if you're going to have that in the rotation, by the way it sounded, Jason. What do you have going on at 1 p.m. Eastern time today? A little USA action? Uh, it's possible. I mean, I'm yeah. definitely going to watch some of that. Um, Weiss working a half day today. We obviously have a daughter now who is not quite two years old. She's about 19 months, so she is certainly going to have our attention today as well. I, the Black Friday thing has changed. I used to get a kick out of – you know, going and being a part of the rush a little bit, maybe picking up a few cheap DVDs or some music or some video games or something like that. It's kind of shifted now where you just kind of do it online. And so I already handled the few things that I wanted to handle last night at like 8 or 9 p.m. So it's kind of a different day. It's just kind of going to be a lazy day of watching sports. A lot of good college football today as well. Uh, Baylor and Texas and some other matchups. So I'm going to be watching a lot of stuff. By the way, um, if your daughter was to root for one of your favorite teams, you know, I know you're going to let her root for whoever she wants to root for. I know that. But sure. if she just so happened to really be a diehard fan of one of your teams, which one would be your first choice? I mean, I think the oldest, my oldest fandom is either the Atlanta Braves or the Denver Broncos. So I'd probably say one of those, honestly. Yeah. Like, Denver since Elway. I mean, Elway when I was a kid, that, that made them my favorite team. I grew up scoring games. My dad was an umpire. And so we spent a lot of time at ballparks, and we were Giant Braves fans. And so I would say one of the two of those, I'd be thrilled with either one of them. Um, 
I don't know if she's going to be a sports person or not. I have no idea, but I would I would say Broncos or Braves. I'd be happy either way. I like it. Well, I, let's talk a little bit about your Broncos because you made me realize something, and I can't believe I'm this late to the party. I, I didn't put two and two together where we were talking about Brady and Belichick for a mm-hmm. second, just based uh, kind of went there with the conversation, but – I never thought of the divorce the same way between Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. But the way Brady has won the divorce between he and Belichick, uh, Pete Carroll has won the divorce so far between himself and Russell Wilson. I mean, it's not even close. This is decisive. You look at what what Seattle is doing with Geno Smith – they're way better than Denver is with Russell Wilson. That, again, we were talking about things that blow your mind this season. That's another thing. I never would have expected Seattle to basically be twice as good and then some wins and losses-wise than Denver is this season. Yeah. No, look, that's that's a million percent right. And when you see a split, you see a winner and a loser. The interesting thing is in the same division – You've got Devontae Adams now. Of course, there was the split with him and Aaron Rodgers. It's not going great for either guy. I think you could look at that entire situation and say, boy, if Green Bay could undo that, if Aaron Rodgers could find a way to undo that, would he? And maybe would the Raiders. Even though Devontae Adams has been good, they've been terrible. They've been absolutely brutal with him and gave up a lot in the process. So we're seeing a couple things in AFC West that are kind of strange. But definitely Pete Carroll looks so much better now. Even though this is kind of a short sample size and we Russ could be there for five more years and they could win a Super Bowl or two along the way. Who knows? Uh, it doesn't look like it's trending in that direction. But Pete Carroll is your big winner this year, I think, in the NFL simply because – Everybody was expecting Seattle to be the worst team in the league because they were going into the season with either Geno Smith or Drew Locke at quarterback. They were having problems everywhere. Were they just going to keep running the ball? The defense hadn't been good in years. The offensive line hadn't been good in years. And what you've seen is the exact opposite. Russ got out of there. Geno's played pretty well all season long. And the Broncos have been one of the worst teams in the league, despite the fact that their defense is really good. Mm. So you can't even blame it there. You've got a head coach that was an offensive-minded guy in Green Bay, and you've got Russell Wilson, one of the biggest brands in football over the last decade, and it's been Geno Smith and Pete Carroll that have won this war. And I I, I don't know that we've made enough. Hey, if I'm Pete Carroll, I'm grinning ear to ear right now. Oh, you have to be. <laughs> Absolutely have to be. How about this stat? This is amazing. And props to Chris, who's with us, our technical producer uh, today. He gave me this stat. The Lions running back, Jamal Williams, he has scored the equal amount of touchdowns as the Broncos this season. Right? Jamal Williams scored his 13th touchdown yesterday for the Lions. That's how many touchdowns the Broncos have offensively as a team this season. They have as many as Jamal Williams. That's insane. Luckily, I have Jamal Williams on my fantasy team to help me. dry the tears of a just dreadful Broncos existence at this point in time but it couldn't have gone worse it just it couldn't have gone worse and the question that I asked I wasn't sure if we would touch on it but I'll throw it out there again yeah I think many people not everybody but most people probably saw Russell Wilson going to Canton before this season right is it possible that the narrative has shifted so much if things don't turn around either this year or potentially maybe next year for him? If, if, this is, if the version of Russ that we've already seen is far better than the version of Russ that we're going to get from this point out, do you think the recency bias could actually – can you play your way out of a Hall of Fame career many already thought you had – by going to a new place and being this bad, watching your old place actually succeed in your absence. Yeah. I think as it stands right now, subject to change. Yeah, I, I actually buy that. Because let's say that let's say Russ didn't play this year. He retired before this season. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Would you agree with that? Do you think he would get in based on what he had done only in Seattle? Yes, absolutely. And again, I think that the narrative was always that Russ was handcuffed by 
Schottenheimer and the conservative nature of Pete Carroll. And it wasn't about letting Russ cook. It was about run the ball on first and second down. It's third down and 16. Hey, Russ, go get us a first down. It was always – it wasn't set up. He was used more as a decoy despite the fact that he was a superstar. So I think he was actually getting the benefit of the doubt in most conversations around the league. Yeah. And I think right now, let's say Russ retired after this season, just for the sake of argument – yeah, I think there is something to that. Now, you give it years and years, that's the other thing, right? You give it five years, and maybe you view it a little bit differently, but you have to think, this is the final impression. Is him playing really badly, right? Like That is not a good lasting impression to get into the hall. So yeah, as of right now, I think he's eventually going to get there. I think he's a special player. I don't think this is the the version we're going to see from here on out from Russ the rest of his career. I, I still think he's too special for this to linger and for him to only be this guy going forward. So I think he eventually gets in there. But as of right now, if he walked away from football after this season, I, I don't know. I don't think that he's the lock I once did for him to get into the hall. Yeah, I just – I can't believe it's gone this poorly. Yeah. I know, look, you, you lost Williams. You lost defensive players. But this wide receiver core going into the year, all, all we had heard for years – and look, as a Broncos fan, I knew it. There's a lot of talent on that wide receiver core – but it just hadn't worked. Like it's nope. been, it's been a true disaster. Um, Russ's reputation, I think, is probably as low as it has ever been, and that goes back to college. That goes back to Wisconsin. Yeah. Goes back to NC State. Goes to baseball. Prior to all of that, whenever maybe there was any kind of a reputation hit, this is it. And I think you go back, and there was a piece written years ago about the situation in Seattle. It may have been Seth Wickersham. If it wasn't, it was uh, somebody over at The Athletic, I think. Um, And they talked about how the Legion of Boom, they didn't name them, but you could tell. It was guys like Sherman and some of those guys that would be on the sidelines wondering why Russ was getting so much attention for throwing for 140 yards in a game and then winning by 20 points because the defense was that dominant. And I think a lot of that kind of stuff, you can unearth more of that now because it's very easy to take shots at Russ. I, I just, I mean, the Broncos can't score 20 points in a game. Like, I, I can't even watch my own football team play. As big a Broncos fan as I am, I can't watch this. Like, I thought at one point, I'm the jinx. So I went to a concert the night of the Colts Thursday night game. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, we're going to be all right. Then I saw how we lost that game. <laughs> no, you know what? It's not just me. These guys are just absolutely terrible. By the way, you know where I was during that game? I was no. at the game. Oh. That's where I was at it. Oh. I saw that thing. Yeah. As bad as that game was, it it was fun. I, maybe it was because Did I stayed bet, the like the – yeah, oh yeah, we stayed to the bitter end, but maybe it's because I had a, a bet on like the Colts team total under or something. I'm like, this is beautiful. I love, oh. but I, I'm just, a, I love football so much, man. And as ugly as that game was, I will never forget that game. I'm the guy now where I used to look sideways at people that were like, oh yeah, I went to that game. I'm like, oh yeah, who won? Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure who were they playing. I, I, it's a little fuzzy. I'm like, you were at the game. How do you not remember? And every now and then that has happened to me. I will never forget that 12 to 9 Colts Broncos overtime game. Never forget that. Hey, we're broadcasting live from the tirerack.com studios. Tirerack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. How about this, though, Jason, while we're talking about QBs, and we mentioned Geno Smith's name. Geno has played very well this season. He has 17 touchdown passes this year. That's the most he's ever had in an NFL season. And so I think what's interesting is, is Baker Mayfield headed for Geno Smith territory? And what I mean by that is this. So the Panthers, they're going to start Sam Darnold this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold's going to be behind center. No Baker Mayfield. And I started thinking about 
with Geno Smith. So Geno Smith started his first two seasons with the Jets. It didn't go well. It was six years he was a backup. And now he's finally gotten a chance as the starter in Seattle. Are we going to see something similar with Baker Mayfield? Because think about this. When's he going to get his next real chance to be the starter? Sam Darnold is starting. You know, they had P.J. Walker starting when Baker Mayfield was healthy and could have played. They still rolled with, with P.J. So are we going to see a same type of career path from Geno Smith? Are we going to see that from Baker Mayfield that we're seeing with Geno Smith right now? It could be. I just find that really interesting, Jason, where if you get a chance to start and you falter, It could be a long, long time until you get another legitimate chance to start again. Yeah, although we do live in a universe where Blaine Gabbert keeps getting jobs and a lot of these other guys do. However, there is always the added dimension with Baker of you're also taking on Baker Mayfield, the human being. And there does – not that he's a bad guy, but there's always drama that surrounds it. There's always a little bit of a knock, and maybe if you're talking around the league, he doesn't necessarily have a sterling reputation in that arena. I've always kind of liked him. I was hoping that this would be a good year for him. That's not been a good scenario, obviously, with Matt Rule leaving and um, just not having a lot there and then trading McCaffrey away. It's kind of a place to go and fail, and maybe there's going to be some other teams out there that were already kind of wanting to do something with Mayfield but didn't want any part of doing any kind of a deal with the Browns that will give him a shot. Like, if you're Houston, would you rather have him than what you have? Yeah, you would. But you'd also rather have some other guys that might be out there, or you might rather draft somebody for the future. Mayfield, it's not – I don't think this is, like, the last opportunity, but the next one could be. Like The next one could be uh, if it goes as poorly as this one has. I mean, Mayfield losing his job here, not being able to maintain it, and, and them not playing well with him at quarterback. Like, he just hasn't been able to make them competent in any way. He doesn't come across as a leader right now. There's nothing about that scenario that's good. The only thing I would say is there's nothing about that team and that situation right now that is good at all. And it's not an enviable spot to be in, which is hard to say when you're you know, making good money to be an NFL quarterback. But he is probably closer to being out of the league than he is the MVP. I'll say that. It, what's interesting to me is you might be better off if you falter as a starting quarterback. Let's use Zach Wilson as an example, right? Like the Jets' current st- uh, quarterback who was starting. He's now not even dressing <laughs> this Sunday against the yeah. Bears. But let's just say it fizzles out for Zach Wilson in New York. That's the way it's trending. He might be better off whenever he goes to another team just being the backup of a good team instead of the starter of a bad team. Because we've seen this. It's Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield got a, a chance to start in Carolina. You know what I mean? It's like, good luck. Now look at where his career is. He probably would have been better going somewhere else as a backup to a really good quarterback on a really good team. And should the starter get hurt, maybe he gets a chance to start three or four games, and if he plays a lot better, he's going to get a better opportunity. It's the long game, you know? And I get that. It's the Fitzpatrick game. Yeah, I get it. You want to be on the field. You want to compete. I get all of that. But, man, in the long run, you might be better off going from starter to backup and just rebuilding your value that way. Yeah. I I just, again, if you're going to stink, you better be Marcus Mariota. You better be a dude everybody wants to have around a guy that can come in and maybe just hold the ship until what you're planning on doing for the future. Does anybody think Marcus is the long-term plan in Atlanta? They never did. But Arthur Smith worked with Marcus in Tennessee. He knew that Marcus was one of the classiest guys in a league. And so your, your team was probably going to be better off just having him around, even if there was a skill deficiency. The problem for Zach Wilson, Mayfield, some of these guys is – you're not, you don't necessarily have that. Zach and what he did in that press conference is probably the worst thing we've mm-hmm. seen him do. The fact that he's not playing well is one thing. The fact that he's handling it this poorly at that position specifically where you're supposed to own it, where you're supposed to be the guy, that to me is the biggest issue for him moving forward. It could be for Mayfield as well. Not that Mayfield's not ever taken responsibility for his failures. Quite the contrary. But again personality matters when you're mediocre.
Yeah, it really does. Hey, we got a lot more to do. Coming up next, it is the ultimate me move from this player. Very selfish. We'll get to that. I'm Brian No, He's Jason Martin. We're in for two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts fantasy football players rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition listen to i want your flex with mike Harmon and me dan buyer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast and wherever you get your podcasts hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do it yourself, and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Brian No, He's Jason Martin. We're in for two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back in. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. You know, Jason, there was some news this week. Aaron Rodgers... Packers quarterback, he confirmed that he has a broken thumb. And then he detailed that he suffered the injury back in week five. That was the game in London against the Giants. He was winding up for a Hail Mary throw at the end and got hit. 
And I was thinking, oh, man, is this an arm injury? Is this a shoulder injury? Turns out he broke his thumb. He's been dealing with it since that time. He's not planning on undergoing surgery. I heard this story, and I'm like, this is the ultimate Aaron Rodgers story. This is the ultimate me move. Because all of this information, it's good for Aaron Rodgers. It's not good for the Packers. Do you think this helps them out? They're in prime time this week against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. You think this helps out the game plan at all, knowing that Aaron Rodgers has a broken thumb? You think Philly might say, you know what, how about we, uh, how about we try to slow down the running attack? We just signed Linval Joseph and Indomitian Sue. Let's make that the defensive game plan. Slow down the running game and make Mr. Broken Thumb beat us over here. That's exactly what they're going to do. This doesn't help the Packers at all in terms of trying to scratch out any more wins this season. It was just Aaron Rodgers thinking of him, thinking, oh, all these people are talking trash about me and how I'm underperforming. Just so you know, just an FYI, I've got a broken thumb. It happened way back in week five. No, no, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to undergo surgery. I'm going to gut it out. Like This was all about him. This is the Aaron Rodgers playbook. It's him over the team yet again. Here we are. Another horrible. This is a bad season that he's made look worse with this latest thing that he has unveiled. unveiled. That's the way I see it. And uh, there are a lot of conversations about should they start Jordan Love? I mean, that's another conversation. We could get into that. I wouldn't. But first things first, I thought this was a, a selfish me move by Aaron Rodgers, just clearing the air, benefiting him, and thinking of himself more than the team. Well, so he was asked back, what, October 26th, if the thumb was broken, and he said, it's hurt. Didn't Mm -hmm. say it was broken. He confirmed it was broken a few days ago. Pat McAfee, his guy, asked him about it as well. He said, yeah, I broke my fingers before I've played. All of this. And I think the the Aaron Rodgers portion of this is not that it came out. It's that, oh, it doesn't. There's no excuse here. There's no excuse here that I broke my finger. I'm just going to make sure everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. Um, what you said about the game plan for the Eagles, all you got to do is follow what the Tennessee Titans did. Tennessee Titans, who also have a great defense, who are matching up with the Bengals in what should be a heck of a game on Sunday. The Titans said, yeah. we're not going to let you run the ball because we've not let anybody run the ball all year. <laughs> Aaron, Hall of Famer, go beat us. And Aaron was bad. And it wasn't because he had a broken finger. And he said that. And at least this wasn't like some phantom injury we hadn't heard anything about. This had been talked about now for about a month. So, yeah, it's legitimate. I think it's more this. I don't care. Mm. That's that's kind of my, my feeling on it. It's like, I, I just don't care. Like, dude, you guys are 4-7. and seven. If you run the table, you go 10-7. and seven. You're not going to run the table because I looked at your schedule. You might not end up 500. It's not because of your broken thumb. It's because of your broken football team. It's because of your broken locker room. It's because of – and what's weird is this, and this is, this is kind of a difficult spot for you to be in if you're Matt LaFleur. You got no credit for 13-3 and three, three times in a row. You didn't win Coach of the Year at any point. But you're going to take a lot of the blame here. I still think that LaFleur's head – is the one that, that could be on the chopping block first. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't love LaFleur when he was the OC here in Nashville. But at the same time, it's hard to deny he's gone there and they got better. Uh, right now, nothing looks good. The broken thumb, I just kind of saw it and shrugged my shoulders. Just like, well, I mean, he's been playing through it. Mm-hmm. But even before he broke it, they weren't good. They haven't been good at all this year pretty much at any point. So I I just can't bring myself to care about this. I just think it's interesting that the timeline, right? Because you mentioned it's a good point. A handful of weeks ago, he was vague about the injury. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm dealing with the thumb thing here, but he didn't specify what it was. Now that they're four and seven, it's oh yeah, it's been it's been broken. I broke it way back in week five. Like he's specifically detailing, like, hey, just so you guys know, I've been dealing with this thing over here. I just. I don't know, man. I just think it's uh, it's from the Aaron Rodgers me first playbook yet again. Would you start Jordan Love? There's been some conversation about starting Jordan Love. I wouldn't, not yet. 
I know the Packers no. are four and seven, but in a primetime spot against the Eagles, you're really you're moving on from Aaron Rodgers in 2023. I think if you start Jordan Love from here on out, I, I don't know why you would want to do that. Um, would are you willing to make that gamble that Jordan Love is actually good? Uh, I, no, I because I we know think, he's not, and I think yeah. they know he's not. That's the reason. Like, if you thought he was the guy. Yeah. Yeah, you go ahead and make the move. Exactly. But if not, what are you doing? Yeah. Like there at least there's maybe a couple people in this league who still think he could play. Maybe you can get something out of the guy. But I think in the building and on the sideline, they know Jordan Love's not it. With every bit of the drama that's gone around this, Jordan Love was still never able to get really any kind of a vote of confidence or anything like that. There's no reason to put somebody in you know is not your long-term answer, especially if you don't think he's good at all. If you think you could potentially, at least until the season is, is completely officially over, you can't make the playoffs. At that point, maybe you put him in there, get him some reps. But I think they know... They don't have the quarterback that's going to be leading them two years from now on their roster, and that includes Aaron Rodgers. It's crazy, man. You just look at the standings. Vikings are nine and two. Packers are four yeah. and seven, man. Like Packers have the same record as the Lions, and the Lions beat them head to head. Like it's wow. It's been a wild season for the Packers in the worst of ways. There's no doubt. All right, coming up next, we got to get to a hot take. Do you think it makes sense? Do you think it's a little out there? But a guy who is out there in a good way, that would be our guy, Brian with a Y, Fenley. What's the latest? Hey, good to hear from you, Brian with an I and and Jason Martin. And, you know, speaking of hot takes, I think one would be people thinking as we look at World Cup action today and stuff that's going on right now that the United States would beat England. That's a matchup that's happening at 1 p.m. Eastern. And then you can watch it, of course, here with us on our Fox family on Fox Television. Going on right now, though, is other Group A play. This would be Qatar and Senegal. They are scoreless into the 35th minute, second of many matches today. And then the first match to get us underway today was a win for Iran, 2-0 against Wales. And both of those goals came in stoppage time. And in the 99th minute is when the first goal came. And you could argue that the reason for this was Wales goalie Wayne Hennessy received late in the second half a red card, which happens to be the first given out in the tournament. Meanwhile, when you look at American football in the NFL, we had three games yesterday, and the late one was the Vikings overpowering the Patriots 33-26, to where Minnesota quarterback Kirk Cousins slung it for 299 yards and those three touchdowns. Justin Jefferson had 139 receiving yards and caught one of those three touchdown balls from Cousins. The Cowboys wrangled the Giants 28-20, to Dalton Schultz hauling in those two scores. And if you look at the NFC East breakdown right now in the standing, Dallas is in second, a game ahead of the Giants. Everybody is looking up at the Eagles, who are sitting pretty at 9-1. and one. And the Commanders have been coming on strong. They have a winning record at 6-5, and five, but they are at the basement of the conference, or at the division. Bills tamed the Lions 28-25, to and it was Tyler Bass making a 45-yard field goal with about two seconds to go to seal this one for Buffalo. And Jason and Brian, I'll leave you with this. From a college football perspective, the Egg Bowl going to Mississippi State as they hold off number 20 Ole Miss 24-22. to The Rebs late in the game got a touchdown, and they had to convert on a two-point conversion. Could not get it done. And after the game, all the talk was around Rebels head coach Lane Kiffin and all the rumors about him potentially leaving and going to Auburn. And for now, he quelled those rumors by saying that he expects to return. Using the key word there, expects. A lot can happen, but he says he does plan on uh, returning as of now to Oxford in 2023. With that, I plan on returning the microphone back to Jason Martin and Brian O. Did you guys see what I did there? I do. It was very well done. You did. Not well only done. planned it, you executed it and quelled the rumors. Very you, you nice like that. You, you can use that anytime you want. Do like that. Highbrow word right there. Love it. <laughs> quelled. Uh, I'm Brian No, He's Jason Martin here on Fox Sports Radio. We're in for two pros and a cup of joe. How about this, Jason? Saw something here from LaShawn McCoy 
former NFL running back. He's on FS1's Speak. And he was talking about the Bears quarterback situation. And this is what he thinks the Bears should do with quarterback Justin Fields. Check this out. If you want to win, they keep talking about putting pieces around them. The real piece should do this. Go out there and get a quarterback. Obviously, you're going to have a first-round draft pick. Obviously. Go get one of them young boys coming out. It's Ohio State, Alabama. It's a couple guys, right? Go out there and get your quarterback. And then you add some pieces around him. A guy can throw the ball. Please. If you want to win this game, your quarterback can't keep running around like that. He's going to get hurt. I played with a guy named Michael Vick. Now, Michael Vick could throw the ball. But when he would run a lot, he would get nicks, his hand, his shoulder, his rib. So let's stop running as much and start throwing the ball. If not, he's young and fast and elusive. But the injuries start adding up. So, Bear fans, don't kill me. Go get your quarterback. Mm. Okay. So, uh, first blush on that one, Jason. I think this, man. I think it's, I think it's premature. I think it makes more sense. While Justin Fields is still on his rookie deal, and you trade it up to get the guy. That's the other thing. So to move off of him after a couple of years, I think is premature. He's still on his rookie deal. You got one more year with him getting paid cheap, right? Build around him. You're going to have a high draft pick. You're going to have to have a wide receiver anyway. Get someone around the guy and see if he can be the guy. I think this is like his Tua year, right? This is what the Bears should do with the way the Dolphins did with Tua Tungavailoa. They didn't replace Tua after two years. They built around him, and now he looks like an actual player, you know? That's what I would do with Justin Fields. If you build around him and he still isn't a good passer, okay, fine. Then you look to move off the guy, but I think this is premature right now. I get what he's saying about remaining upright and running and taking all the punishment. He's got a separated left shoulder right now, and he said on Wednesday he couldn't play that day, if that were the day of the game, he couldn't play. So he's taken a lot of punishment. So I get his his point there. I'd like to see him, as dynamic as he is, slide a little bit more, keep his body fresher. Um, but yeah, you got to see the passing ability. And listen, these things called wide receivers help that quite a bit. But I think it's premature to move off him when they don't have great wide receivers around him. Yeah, I look... I still buy into Justin Fields. What we can, I mean, in terms of what he can do from a dynamic standpoint, we know that answer. We've seen it. It's at times it can be, you can't take your eyes off it kind of stuff. To say he can't throw, yeah. When you look at what he's been throwing to, right. Not a fan of that take. No, no offense to <laughs> the Sean McCoy, other than to say I just disagree with you, man. Like right. I just, I mean, we came into this season and I was sure the Bears are going to be the worst team in football, and they're among the worst teams in football. But Justin Fields has given him a chance, and what you've seen, I think, is growth. Even though they haven't been winning games. It's not like Zach Wilson where he's not getting better, he's getting worse, even though they're building around him. The Bears had one of the worst offseasons you would they had the worst offseason I've ever seen, except that the Browns had what they had happen. And they were going and so they win the prize. But what the Bears did in the draft to not address their dearth of wide receiver talent, their dearth of skill talent. They bring in Claypool, but that's still a work in progress, and Claypool wasn't exactly lighting it up in Pittsburgh before he left. He looked a lot better two years ago than he did last year. He looked a lot better two years ago, certainly, than he did early in this season. I still liked that acquisition, but I can't be out on Justin Fields yet because there's never been a chance to get in on him because he was brought into such a terrible situation. I just think this is way premature and seems way just – this is just super overreactionary. Yeah. No, I'm with you on this. I think that, look, it might make sense after next year, but it's too soon for that right now. I want to see better wide receiver talent around Justin Fields and see if he can grow as a passer. Uh, Because, look, man, Tua Tungavailoa has come a long way. Josh Allen with the Bills. Came a long yeah, it was way year after three. his first two years. His yeah, it was year three, and it was good. Stephon Diggs. Yes, like they brought Stephon in Stephon Diggs. Diggs, that made a big difference. Just like Tua gets Tyreek Hill. Yes, they draft Jalen Waddle. It makes a difference. Let me give you a stat real quick. The one in six that Lashawn McCoy has mentioned uh, over this last seven games or whatever it is for 
the Bears. Fields during that one and six span, 99 of 162. That's 61% completion. 7.36 yards per attempt, 1,192 yards, 10 touchdowns, three interceptions, QBR of 96.5. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a dumpster fire to me, LaShawn. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And I also think this. Sometimes you'll see this with NBA players. If you excel in one area, it makes you look even more deficient in other areas. And it might not be the truth. Let's say a great offensive player. You might be like, this guy plays no defense whatsoever. And it might be an overreaction just because a deficiency looks to be even worse than it actually is. So if you apply that to Justin Fields, because he's such a dynamic runner, to some people it might look like he's a worse passer than he actually is. You know, so I would just I'd get him some wide receivers and see how good he can be, man. I think that's the the best path to success for the Bears. All right, coming up next, we got a lot of games to preview here, Jason Martin. We got a lot of good stuff coming up Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We even get ball on Monday here with the NFL. So we'll do some quick, rapid-fire previews here, college and the NFL. We also have some uh, funny uh, audio for you here that is uh, specific to the holidays as well. We'll get to all that good stuff. I'm Brian No, He's Jason Martin. In for two pros and a cup of Joe. It is Fox Sports Radio. Be sh- hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Score to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back in. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. I'm Brian No. He's Jason Martin in for Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, some uh, funny audio before we get into our fast-paced previews here. Very savvy move by Zion Williamson with the New Orleans Pelicans. Check this out, Jason. What's your favorite dish? What you're looking forward to eating the most? He trying to set me up. It was, no matter what answer I give, social media gonna clown me. So no comment. <laughs> veteran move right there. He knows Smart. what's coming here. A lot of Smart. people have talked about what he's eaten um, and how he looked and all this, even though he came into the season looking a lot better. Yeah. But, yeah, he's right. Like, if he answers that question honestly, then it's probably not going to be the healthiest food, and so people are going to go after him. And if he answers it with a lie, people are going to call him out for lying and then put up the photos of him saying that he and Booger McFarland are the same person. I love it. He saw what was coming there. Savvy move. How about this? From Jim Nance, great commentator, during the Bills-Lions game on CBS. Check this out. Do not talk to me about an announcer's jinx. Michael Badgley has not missed a kick all year. Field goal or PAT? Well, then I won't Don't say. You can talk about it. 29 yards. About it. Here's Badgley's kick. Oh, my oh, gosh. gosh. <laughs> no. No. Lion fans, I apologize. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't work no. out too well. Yeah, yeah. Mr. 29 yards. Didn't age well, and, it, and, and the aging took all of about six seconds. <laughs> no, that was hilarious. Okay, so we got some big games coming up here, Jason Martin. Let's yeah, do a little rapid-fire preview here. The two biggest college games, obviously, let's start with the top five matchup. Huh? Number three, Michigan. Number two, Ohio State. Both 11-0. and 0. We've talked about it. Blake Corum, got to be good to go for those. Got to be good to go. Ohio State. Minus seven and a half. I mean, I, like we both like Ohio State to win. Do you like Ohio State to win by at least eight points in this one? If Corum's not right, absolutely. I think they yeah. could win the thing by 27 and a half. Um, I've got Ohio State winning the game. I'll say they're going to win it by 10. I, just, I yeah. think that going into the season, we knew what kind of talent they have, and they're actually healthier than they've been, especially their receivers. Harrison Smith and Jigba is actually going to play. So I, I think they're going to win the game, and I think they remember what happened last year. Yeah, I think this is a payback spot, and we've seen – We've seen Michigan survive a couple of games. Uh, I don't know, man. I yeah. can see this getting out of control. So 10-point win sounds, uh, sounds very likely to me. How about Notre Dame against USC? Notre Dame, a grease fire at the beginning of the season, has righted the ship as of late, and they come into this thing a much better team winning five straight games. What do you see in this one, Jason? If this thing were in South Bend, I might actually pick Notre Dame to win it. I think the fact that it's not, the fact that it's in L.A. for SC is going to make a big-time difference. I think Notre Dame is good. I don't know if they're 15th in the country good. I just don't think this is where USC is going to slip up because so many people seem to be thinking it's going to happen. I love the contrast of styles. USC is going to throw it all over the place. They can run it, too. It sucks that Travis Dye is hurt. But they're going to throw it all over the place with Caleb Williams. I agree with you. He is. This is a big Heisman weekend, by the way, with C.J. Yes, Stroud is. going against Michigan, Caleb Williams in this game against Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to pound the rock. They're going to run for probably over 200 yards in this one, I would imagine. How about quick NFL? Game of the week, Bengals against your Titans. How about Tennessee? They've won seven of eight. Their only loss was a three-point game on the road against the Chiefs with their backup rookie quarterback. They are a tough team. It's a big game in terms of playoff seeding here. What do you see? Bengals-Titans. 
This is also the team that knocked them out of the playoffs when they were the number one seed last year. They want this more than anything in the world. I think they get it. Vrabel's teams win games like this. I like it. Good hanging with you, man. Everybody enjoy your Black Friday. We'll catch you later. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.